The latest cow country news, cattle sale reports, updates, options, crew, let's ranch it up. Good day, everyone. Thanks for riding with us as we ranch it up. I'm Jeff Tigger Earhart. And I'm Rebecca Warner, a.k.a. Beck. A big thank you to our partners, the American Gelby Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange, and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, the Devil's Lake Shootout Rodeo, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. Well, you heard her voice. Glad to have you back on the air with us, Beck. You had a little bit of time off when we were doing our big three I did. I did. I guess I planned that out perfectly, didn't I? So is it good to be back on the (laughs) Ranch It Up deal? Is it good to be back? Yes, of course it is. Did you like like the time off? Do you think I would say anything else any other way? So if I would give you more time (laughs) off, you would not be like, oh, no, no, I'm not going to do this. No comment. However, I know we've got a lot going on again today, so let's get going right away with the Cow Country News, if you're okay with that. Mm -hmm. Do it. Cow Country News, you know, the cow stuff. To start us out, let's take a look at what's making international news. Enough Ukrainian grain shipments are now getting through that they could be contributing to a slight decline in United States grain exports. That's according to the latest figures in the world agricultural supply and demand estimates from the U.S. Department of Agriculture. Russia's grain exports have also been stronger than expected. In the United States, corn export estimates for 2022 to 23 were cut by 25 million bushels to 2.4 billion bushels. Both Russia and Ukraine have been reporting favorable weather conditions for both wheat and corn production in contrast to much of Europe, which is suffering under historic levels of heat and drought. Now, some of you may have heard this story already, but it's important to bring up again, especially after the past few weeks that all of our guests have mentioned their priority of battling fake meats. We head to the golden arches for this one. McDonald's is McDone with the Beyond Meat McPlant Burger. I see what you did there. JP Morgan analyst Ken Goldman believes that McDonald's has broadly discontinued its U.S. test of the McPlant Burger made with Beyond Meat. He recently spoke with McDonald's employees at 25 locations that previously carried the product and each said that the item is no longer on the menu. Taco Bell, KFC, and Pizza Hut have all tried to introduce fake meat, and they have all failed. Next, heading to the field. Weaning spring calves may be more of a challenge this year because of short pasture supplies and the questionable nutritional value of this year's hay crop. Gene Schmitz, University of Missouri Extension Livestock Specialist in Sedalia, says to pay very close attention to body condition scores in September and be prepared to wean early if necessary. Schmitz warns that producers should not let cow body condition scores slip to where recovery becomes considerably difficult. Lastly, some big changes could be coming down the pipeline. Congresswoman Vicki Hartzler from Missouri and Representative Jimmy Panetta of California introduced the Amplifying Processing of Livestock in the United States, otherwise known as the A-plus Act. If enacted, the bill would remove a regulatory barrier and allow livestock auction market owners to own or invest in small and regional meatpacking entities. The administration, Congress, and the livestock industry agree there is a need for increased packer competition and additional shackle space. 
Currently, livestock auctions are not able to own, invest, or participate in the operation of a packing plant or meat marketing business due to current regulations. Livestock Marketing Association President and Sale Barn owner Mark Barnett believes auction markets should be able to invest in small and regional meatpacking operations. Well, we have several owners that I think would be interested in being part of a uh, packing plant and they're maybe regionally uh, or something in their local town that uh, at this time, the way the rules are, that they are not able to do that. And uh, as we're talking about, it would be another competing bidder in the seats uh, if you were uh, to uh, allow that. And, uh, and we should be encouraging investing in packing businesses rather than prohibiting it. Packers and Stockyards rule is, was 100 years old last, last year. Um, years ago, things were, there were terminal markets. The farmer hired someone or took his cattle to a railhead or hired a trucking. Wasn't many truckers at that time, but there were small trucking outfits that would take those cattle to that terminal market. They didn't go with them. They were not at present at the sale. And they were just turned in to be sold at the best price that that uh, market or that terminal market could get for them that day. Today's environment is much different. The auction form of selling is very transparent. That seller is able to uh, step into the sale ring, watch his cattle sold, watch how they're handled, watch everything that the market does. And uh, uh, it, that competitiveness that was not there back when this law was written is there today. There's not one of us in, the, in our business that, that don't want to see another buyer in our sale ring or wouldn't even welcome another buyer in our sale ring. And, and uh, we just feel like this is a, uh, opportunity that we're missing uh, not having uh, this ability. That audio is courtesy of the Livestock Marketing Association. The LMA is part of many that are looking to change the rule keeping livestock auction owners from investing in small and regional packing plants. Additional supports include the National Cattlemen's Beef Association, United States Cattlemen's Association, American Sheep Industry Association, National Pork Producers Council, and many state-based groups. This is Beck, and that's all I've got for the news on this episode of Ranch It Up. Starting out our way up Silborn Report, going to Oklahoma City, the Oklahoma National Stockyards last week. 8,000 head went across their scales on the steer side. Four to five weight steers, two bucks up to 227. Five to six weights, $1.98 to 222. Six to seven weights, $1.75 to $1.92. Seven to eight weights, a dollar sixty-five to a dollar eighty-four and a half, and then eight to nine weight steers in Oklahoma City last week at a dollar sixty-seven to a dollar seventy-eight and a half. Five to six weight heifers, a dollar seventy-five to a dollar ninety-seven. Six to seven weights, a dollar sixty-eight to a dollar eighty-six and a half. Seven to eight weights, a dollar fifty-one up to a dollar seventy-seven, and then eight to nine weight heifers, a dollar fifty-six and a half up to a dollar seventy-two. Heading to Mitchell, South Dakota, some heavy cattle to tell you about some mixed steers at 1,020 at a dollar 67 and a half. Black steers, 1,062 at a dollar 62. Some red steers at 1,089 at a dollar 62 and a half. Here's some black steers, 1156 at a dollar 62.75. Another pan of black steers, the heaviest ones got to report for you at 1172 at a dollar 62. On the heifer side, 
868 weight heifers. These are black heifers at $1.6610. Some black heifers coming in just a tick under 920 pounds at $1.6385. Here's some other black heifers at 1,029 pounds at $1.57.5. Some Charlay and Charlay cross heifers weighing just a little over 1,000 pounds at 1,035 at $1.57. Some black heifers weighing 1134 at $1.54.5. The high yielding cows from 90 up to $1.04. The low yielding cows from 75 to 89. The high yielding bulls from $1.14 to $1.28.5. Some low yielding bulls coming in at 96 to a dollar 13 and that my friends is a look at your way up sale barn report stick around we're going to go into the animal health arena and it makes all the sense in the world the ranch it up radio show will be back right after this mm, cowboys you got it i'm pro rodeo announcer jeff tigger Earhart. Join me September 9th through the 11th at the Quinton Burdick Sports Arena in Devils Lake, North Dakota for the Devils Lake Shootout Rodeo. Can't make the action? No problem. Watch live on DarnTV.com. Brought to us in part by the Devils Lake Rodeo Club, the North Dakota Rodeo Association, and the Minnesota Rodeo Association. September 9th through the 11th in Devils Lake, North Dakota. Hey, it's Mark Fanzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Start today at LivestockMarket.com. Gelvian Balancer, crossbreeding that counts. Performance, productivity, profitability, Gelvy and Balancer cattle deliver the value. Gelvian Balancer, smart, reliable, profitable. The continental breed of choice. Neogen, the partner you need. We are very deep with providing genomic testing. We are very involved in biosecurity and animal safety. If you have questions or concerns, contact your animal health distributor. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Nutrition does not need to be difficult or overwhelming or complicated at all. Keep things simple with Westway Feed Products. Cow-calf, dairy, feedlots, equine, and custom if you need. You can count on Westway, westwayfeed.com. We're moving into that time of year when calves are going to be run through the chute, cows are going to be preg tested, just a lot of animals are being restrained somehow. And we all have to use the syringe and the needle at some point. Now, I don't think all of us really enjoy it too terribly much. Maybe we don't mind it, but not necessarily enjoy it because for number one, we want to make sure that we do things right. Number two, we want to make sure we're all uh, always, that is, following BQA protocol. Number three, we don't want to waste any money. We don't want injections and vaccinations and medicine going on the ground. And number four, we don't want the darn needle to break off in the middle of said injection. Mm-hmm. This is where Neogen comes in. Yes, a leader in genomics and genomic testing and a leader in animal health and biosecurity and biosafety, a perfect partner, really. We're talking practical applications today that all of us use. Joining us is Greg Hastings, a Senior Director of Project Management and Business Development at Neogen. He's been there for over 15 years. Greg, great to have you on the show. Let's talk needles, specifically the D3 and the new and improved D3X needle. We're all using them. The D3 follows the 3D guidelines of being durable detectable at line speed during processing and dependable and it's worked great for 20 years it did its job 
But now let's talk about the D3X, new and improved. Fast forward to where we are today, the game's changed because now with traceability and uh, BQA processes, PQA Mm -hmm. processes, you know, everybody wants to make sure that that animal is being harvested in, in, the, in the safest manner and, and that the plant will be getting a non-adulterated piece of meat. So right, right, right. we've tried to shift the detectability back to the farm. And what that does is that protects not only the producer's market and brand, but it also makes sure that, you know, it's just another level of protection from an adulterant getting in the plant. So what we've done it still has the same characteristics of these existing D3. It's still a thick wall, highly detectable needle that's dependable. So those are the three Ds, durable, detectable, and dependable. But we've added a new element to it, and we've put what we're deeming as a highly visible extraction collar to the outside. And if that needle were for some reason to break, it would not penetrate the skin and go subcutaneous. It would be able to be seen and extracted. Most times when needles break, it's because they're bent and straightened. And when that happens, that compromises the cannula. And if you don't change that needle out, that's where breakage occurs. And it always, not always, but 90 plus percent of the time where it breaks will be right at the hub and the cannula juncture. When you say shift detectability back to the farm and the ranch, you're talking about when I'm fixing to bring my calves in in another few weeks and to give some vaccinations, and you know how things go, and they're throwing their head or something, and if one of those breaks, I can can see that thing immediately that it's broken. I'm going to be able to pop that back out, no problem at all. And And if I'm understanding, the way that it's designed is that that little collar prevents that needle from going any deeper into the critter that is totally it not only will you see it but you'll be able to extract it and move on and it and it is that simple and people wonder well why didn't you come up with that a long time ago (laughs) and that's why we knew it was a good idea because it was so obvious you'll be able to extract it at the farm remove it and move on the d3 is a great solution for cattle because it is that thicker wall with the proprietary point geometry where it stays sharp you can do multiple head It's going to prevent that bending and breaking, and it's just another added step you can do. The ultimate, it would be to get the D3X and and process your calves with that. You know, it's in all of our best efforts to do what we can to provide the highest quality of meat that we can. Greg, I appreciate so much the time. We could really talk about a lot of different things here. I love the fact that we're diving into something extremely practical that we're all using all the time. So give us some closing thoughts People wanting some more information, where can we go? We are very deep with uh, providing genomic testing to all facets of production. We are very involved in biosecurity and animal safety. Again, all, all along the chain, and we can add value there. So if you have questions or concerns, you know, contact your animal health distributor. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. And, uh, you know, some of our best products and and improvements come from producers and if they've got an idea on on maybe how we can help we'd like to hear what yet they have to say greg hastings with neogen thanks so much for the time the d3 it's a great needle and it's available wherever you purchase your animal health supplies and the d3x we were talking about should be hitting the shelves this fall just in time for fall's shoot side work we talk the markets seed stock sales and the rendezvous city beef roundup when we come back You're looking at those calves and you're seeing all the hard work pay off. Vaccinations and herd health and management, genetics, marketing, and 
Nutrition. Keep nutrition simple with Westway Feed products. You can count on Westway. Westwayfeed.com. Gelvy Genetics deliver maternal superiority in planned crossbreeding systems. Highly productive cows with adaptability, versatility, and stability can have a positive impact on your bottom line. Gelvy Imbalancer. Smart, reliable, profitable. The continental breed of choice. Hey, it's Mark Fanzi with LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, and AuctionTime.com. Give us a call, 844-775-4762, or look us up online at LivestockMarket.com. Thanks, guys. Neogen, the partner you need. Some of our best products and improvements come from producers. And if they've got an idea on maybe how we can help, we'd like to hear what they have to say. Contact us directly. Go to neogen.com. We're more than happy to help. Neogen, the partner you now have. We've all heard that saying, riding for the brand. Well, as a pro rodeo announcer and music director, I'm proud to be riding for Abrahamson Rodeo Company. With the Abrahamson Rodeo Company family, we offer over 35 years of experience producing rodeos, bullaramas, bulls and bronx, timed events and jackpots, everything western and rodeo. AbrahamsonRodeo.com and on Facebook. Welcome back, everyone. Thanks for staying with us. Kirk Donsbach, StoneX Financial Incorporated. Now, Kirk, I'm going to start this by saying you were putting out some fires. Uh, literally, you were putting out some fires. So first, tell me what's going on with that. Is everybody safe? Because you said you had a lightning strike close to your place. Yeah, I was out uh, setting up some temporary water and a little little shower, you know, about a five-drop shower. Right. came through and I seen a lightning strike and I thought, oh, that's way north of me. So I didn't pay no attention, finished up what I was doing. And as I was headed out, I thought I could smell smoke and I stopped to take a look and could see just a puff. And by the time all the fire departments and everybody made it out, it was, uh, you know, I had, you could see, for, I was a long ways away. So I was, you know, very much safe and not in danger, but you could see 30, 40 foot flames oh, wow. um, coming off of the tree. So it got quite serious pretty quick, but had a huge response and, and uh, it's still going, but they're calling for some rain and, and, and it seems like it's contained as best it can be anyway. So oh, good. You know, my hat is off to all of those people that, that volunteer on those rural fire departments. There's so many of them out there. And like where you're at Kirk, I know, I mean, it's a ways to get to particular pastures and, and areas. And even we were talking off air and you said, Hey, you were trying to help give directions of how to get there and things like that. So my hat is off to those people that uh, they shut down the, the combines immediately. They shut down the bailers, no matter what they're doing, to try to go out and and, uh, and help their neighbors. So uh, glad that you're safe. Glad that this is under control. So let's, uh, let's go into the other fire and let's uh, talk about what happened in our markets last week. As of Friday, August 19th, September feeders closed 185.075. That's up a dollar eighty-two and a half on the week, with the CME feeder index at 179.21, up 93. So cash had about a dollar rally. That leaves our basis at a negative 226 and a half. So fairly normal as August expires. Uh, we did have a big cattle on feed report. Uh, actually, a pretty disappointing cattle on feed report. On feed came in at 101.1 versus expectations of 100.8. Placed came in at 101.8. 
versus expectations at 98.7. And then marketed came in at 96.1 versus expectations of 97.3. So a bearish myth on all numbers. For those of you that got my newsletter, I wrote quite a bit on that this week. And, and the industry is looking at very, very high break-evens. Uh, we cannot stub our toe to kind of sum up a very lengthy paragraph this has been a supply-side rally that has pushed break-evens to near all-time historical highs, and we need to start seeing USDA data support the market's expectation. This report was very concerning to me. Moving on to live cattle, October live closed 145.27 and a half, up 65 on the week. Cash traded 142 in the south and 148.150 in the north leaving the five-area weighted average at 146.76, so up $2.42 on the week. So, again, higher cash. And that leaves our basis at a positive $5.16. The weekly slaughter came in at 661000 That's up 14000 over last week, but down 5000 from last year. As the prices go up, demand is decreasing a little bit, and, and our weekly slaughter is showing some signs of fading. Choice boxes closed 264.28, up 91 cents on the week. And boxes really have not moved since cash has rallied. And in my opinion, boxes are showing a little bit of fatigue. To wrap this all up, December corn closed the week at $6.23 and a quarter, down 16 and a quarter cents on the week. Now, those of you that maybe you've just tuned into us, you can subscribe to Kirk's free newsletter, by the way, by texting the word cattle, C A T T L E 2. 33777, which brings me to this question to wrap up, Kirk. In And you mentioned your newsletter, and you said you went into great detail with it. When we're going through that, if there are some things that we don't quite understand or we don't know what this means or that means, are you open to us giving you a phone call and saying, Kirk, can you just give me a few minutes to ask a few questions of what this means and what that means? Absolutely, Tigger. That's uh, really what I enjoy, having those conversations. And people can reach me at 406 406- three zero one eight one three nine and of course email is also very handy for me as i can respond to that as i get time to hey crew mark banzi with livestockmarket.com hey listen up all you seed stock producers out there as we get into fall production sales season i wanted to put a bug in your guys ears you're making plans for maybe some fall bull sales or female sales don't forget livestockmarket.com can come to your sale and provide internet bidding for you on sale day if you want or need We can help with photos and videos in advance, or if you already have those, we can help you load them and prep your sale for advanced marketing and internet bidding. If you already take internet bids from another provider, that's great. The more, the better. We can still work with you and bring in bidders that maybe don't use that other platform. Our internet broadcasting and online bidding fees are absolutely the lowest in the industry. So if you're having a sale and you'd like to learn more about how we can help, give us a call today at 844-775- 4762 or check us out online at livestockmarket.com. Now, before we say fairly well, the best beef in the West, who's got the best beef in the West? Well, now is the opportunity to put your beef to the ultimate taste test. Got your attention uh, now, didn't yes, I? Yes, you did. Saturday, September 10th in Riverton, Wyoming, is the third annual Rendezvous City Beef Roundup. Wyoming ranchers, they enter their beef in the competition where celebrity judges will crown the best beef in Wyoming. But there is also 
an open division where anyone outside of Wyoming, they can enter the competition. Now, here's Dan with the Rendezvous City Beef Roundup with more. They can send in some meat, and we'll have a chef cook it. We have five celebrity judges judge it, and the winner of that will be the best beef in the West. Anyway, there's a little bit of something for everybody, and it's all about connecting producers and consumers. And also, uh, it's a scholarship program. A portion of every ticket, whether it's general admission or VIP, goes to funding the meat sciences class at Central Wyoming College. And they're pushing out the next generation of butchers to make sure that we don't have any more bottlenecks in the supply chains. Great event, all things beef, an all-day beef festival. So there you all go. You've been bragging about your product a long time now. Get it entered today. There's going to be guest speakers at the event. There's going to be, listen to this back, wine pairing. Oh, Got your attention you go. on that yep, one. Yep, yep. Professional chefs are going to be teaching various cooking classes that's going on. I like it. Is this not the neatest darn event? Um, it's all to bring the producer and the consumer together. I love it. I think it's just one of the neatest darn events that I've heard in a long time. For more information, you just go to Rendezvous City Beef Roundup. Dot com. We were asked to go last year. We couldn't. Mm-hmm. They've been wanting us to try to come down and be celebrity judges. I would love it if we could go down there and do that. We've never been able to make our schedule work. Well, I think next but year we, we have to make a point we of make making a point it work. To get there. So for more information, just go to rendezvouscitybeefroundup.com. And now that's going to wrap it up for today. A big thanks from our crew to yours, Mark Barnett with the Livestock Marketing Association, Greg Hastings with Neogen, Mark Vanzi with LivestockMarket.com, Kirk Donsbach, Stonex Financial Incorporated, Dan and the crew from the Rendezvous City Beef Roundup, and of course, to you, welcome back the boss lady Beck. A big thank you to our partners, the American Galvey Association, the Tri-State Livestock News, the Farmer and Rancher Exchange and the Fence Post, Abrahamson Rodeo Company, Devil's Lake Shootout Rodeo, Westway Feed Products, Neogen, Allied Genetic Resources, LivestockMarket.com, EquineMarket.com, AuctionTime.com, RFD-TV, The Cowboy Channel, and Wrangler. And crew, so glad y'all came with us one more time as we ranch it up. Be sure to like and follow us on Facebook at Ranch It Up Show. Our email, ranchitupshow at gmail.com. Call in Texas 24-7 at 707-726-2420. Spread the good word. Join us again next week where it's always Tigger approved. Stay ranchy and ranch it up.